You're listening to Felony Podcast with your host, Dave Dahl, on the Startup Radio Network. The Felony Podcast explores ex-felons that have gone on to launch their own startups. We explore the ups, the downs, the behind-the-bar stories with these founders. Felony Podcast airs every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. My name is Mark Grimes, co-founder of Startup Radio Network. Also with us in the studio, Dave's partner in crime, Lad Justison. And here's a man with a plan, leader of the band, buff and tanned, Dave, the killer bread man, doll. Hey, welcome to Felony Inc. Podcast, coming to you live from Portland, Oregon. We share stories that show again and again that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that happiness and success are a state of mind, not the result of material gain or fame, lad. Don't get me wrong, I like making money, but it's... Uh, really learning to rock the journey with all of its ups and downs that I call success. Our best guests on Felony Inc. have discovered the amazing power of accountability and have converted adversity to wisdom and a success mindset. Most of our guests have been convicted of felonies and are now honest, hardworking entrepreneurs. Owning up to my past mistakes and the willingness to work harder than anyone else have been essential to my own triumphs. If you're not willing to work hard, you might as well have winning the lottery as your life plan. That's how good your odds are. Positive change isn't easy. Transformation is a... Brandon, what Must. is... Tra- there you go. Very good. All right, lad, what do you got to say? Well, you know, Dave, we had a pretty good night last night. And I'm yeah. really proud of you for uh, the little speech you gave last night at Constructing Hope. Uh, great program. Yes. Um, I'm really cool. It's it's just one I'm of those things that. About them. Oh yeah, they're great. What they do is uh, is they teach um, homeless people, ex felons, uh, just a wide variety of well, people. Pe- people that just really need a, a a break and a boost, you know, and are willing to to uh, put the work in. Yeah, and you know what they do is they teach these guys construction, uh, plumbing, electrical, just a wide variety of things, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know really high rate. Success of job placement when yeah, they get one, done with exactly, this. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they got a lot of, you know, there's a, quite a few organizations or, or companies around town that can use the employees. There's a lot of opportunity, there's a lot of demand. Oh. You just got to make these people ready for it. Yep. That's um, right. I might even, you know, I might even get in that program. You should, because you know what? Um, you've never been very good at any construction. That's true. Yeah. You construct. I'm okay. You're good at deconstruction. Yeah, I've, I've, I've destroyed many things. <laughs> and also, so we, you know, just to mention, uh, we have some concerts coming up. We're oh, yeah. Maybe something uh, real soon here in December. Yeah. Maybe 21st, 2nd. we got DDA coming That's up, That's the killer granddaddies. That's the killer granddaddies. We're going to do something for... Uh, uh, Dual Diagnosis Anonymous, which is uh, dual, dual diagnosis means um, you're, you're, you're basically a nut job and you do drugs. That's right. And Alcohol, you know, too. you got to be a nut job to do drugs. So I don't know. I think everybody who does it is mentally deficient. I was going to say been there, done that, but you've been there, done that. So. Yes, I have. But yeah, that's going to be on uh, the 22nd of December. And uh, so if you want to follow us uh, on our Facebook, you can find out the information on that. Please show up. All right. That's enough out of you. I know. Why don't you tell uh, the folks about our guest? Guests. 
<laughs> First of all, hey, uh, we had a cancellation today, and that happens, and we had to scramble, and we were very fortunate that some of our former guests um, were available, and they have a great, they have some great information, and you know we'll kind of catch up with them now. But go ahead, lad. Well, you know um, what it is. Who is are we, they? Well, it's Brandon Treat and his wife. Now Since the last time they were here, they're married now. They are married. Mm-hmm. So it's Brandon Treat and Dixie Treat. That's mm-hmm. kind of a. Those are cool names, right? Dixie Treat. Dixie like, Yeagle like, like like Treat. That's like an ice cream <laughs> yeah. cone with sprinkles on it or yeah. something. I like it. That's a great name. So you know what? They're, they started a new business, Dave, and it's called Fourth Screen Marketing, a unique social media it. marketing strategy company. Fourth Screen Marketing helps grow their clients' audience and breaks through the fourth screen. We'll find out more about that. I do think that sounds good. Um, and it doesn't cost a whole lot to get started, right? No, okay. Next to nothing. All right. Now, when Brandon and Dixie joined us uh, in late August... Um, you know, back uh, on Felony Inc., their company was Levelhead. Their current company is now Fourth Screen Marketing, as Lad said. And in true uh, startup fashion, keeping changes coming fast and furious, they are they are also now husband and wife. Oh my God! And all I can say is congratulations to that. Yeah. Um, I'm very fr- very scared, but. I don't know why I get scared when other people get married. But. We have offspring, too. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's my It's not God. just a band. It's, <laughs> it's it's the name of their children. Um, they probably, they probably look like treat. Dave. Offspring, offspring treat. Offspring treat. I love it. Oh, boy. One Welcome. One named off of the other spring. Right. Oh, Dave. And one thing other, Dave, before we get into introducing the guests, guess what? Your daughter is here in the studio well, duh, with us why, today. Can we, we just say something? That? Man, um, what the hell? Welcome. Uh, jump on the mic for one second, Jess. Welcome to uh, to this cramped room, Jess. This is my daughter, Jessica Benedom. Hello. Thank you. Hey, doesn't she have a great voice? Sounds just like mine, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, takes this out to me. Uh, so anyway, thank you for joining us. She's doing a little recording because they're getting ready to do a, a documentary about me and my life and all that. And, uh, you know, the documentarians are putting together a teaser and they, they asked for some, uh, some video of, of the podcast. So anyway, um, let's move on and welcome to the Felony Podcast there, uh, Mr. Brandon Treat and Mrs. Dixie Treat. Thank you. Hi. Thanks. What, yeah, that's a great name. Um, you know, what has happened? Let's let's kind of catch up by first of all uh, giving us a quick summary of what you said, what you told us last time. Um, we we had a very interesting talk with Dixie because she had has gone through a lot of stuff with the. Uh, uh, with having a, a child while she was going through the legal system, things like that. Um, it was a very kind of uh, heart-wrenching sort of story. Man, I'm telling you. Yeah. And if you could just kind of encapsulate that for us and then tell us a little bit about, just catch us up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, if you missed the last one, um, 
I spent some time in jail after being in active addiction for years and years and years, and uh, I ended up going to jail pregnant, not knowing how to stop drugs, but it was a blessing because that jail time was, I was able to be clean enough to bond with my unborn child, and then when I got out, I had the drive and the, you know, the the love to want to make my life a better life for this child, Um, and so... Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it was, it was rough because I got out without any um, resources. But you did. I, I believe I remember your parole officer was supportive. Right. So yeah. I was in uh, in Marion County Jail, and they don't have any resources. Well, they didn't. It was 2009, and so when I got out, I was fortunate enough to be on supervision in Washington County, and so they had resources. So it was a probation officer, not a parole officer. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was post prison supervision. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so that so that's great. That that turned out good. The, the child is. Uh, what's the child's name? Um, her name is Indy. And is that n- no? Um, Indy. Yeah. Um, Indy's father, like biological father, is not involved. That was his choice. He decided when he was when she was like eighteen months old to just disappear. And I'm her dad now. Yeah, and so yeah. he's definitely her dad. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. Yeah. I'm uh, Dave's dad. Yeah, uh, well, and I was Brandon, Lad's dad in prison. And that and, has a whole different connotation. Brandon and I had a um, a daughter though. After, obviously, after we got together, and she's two years old now, and her name is Phoenix. So how long? Oh, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That's a great name. How long have you guys been together? Three years. A little over three years now. Yeah. Okay. So how did and, you guys meet? <laughs> I, I know we it's talked uh, about that on the last show, but it's kind of cool. She 13 stepped me. No, uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Explain what 13 stepping he, is. He looked like, a, across from the room, he looked like a lion ready to pounce. He was like, <laughs> he. I was not 13 stepping anybody. <laughs> a 13 step is but like when someone is like, oh, yeah. is like uh, more advanced in the NA system and they've gone through all the the steps and the step work and then a new person comes in and they start dating them. Right. I and some people skip week. right to the 13th yeah. step. <laughs> I always fast forward everything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think he went through all the 12 steps before he did that, I'm guessing. So, I guess the 14th uh, one is a stomp. Yeah. 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 No, 14th is divorce. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm so cynical. Um, so you, he was a, a lion looking, yes. uh, ready to pounce from across yes. the room, and you yes. liked that. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> okay. So uh, now you guys are together, and uh, did you guys do drugs together for a while? Never, huh? No. Oh, that is really great to hear. Because sometimes you hear, you know, people 13 stepping, especially, and, and, you know, I know we're using that term really loosely, but. Um, that's what happens. Getting People back in it together. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No. We don't got time for that. Yeah, very no. good. No, thanks. So, but <laughs> that means you had to fill it up with something. You had to fill your mind up and your time up with something, and uh, that's what I want to hear about. Yeah, that would Family be. and hustle. Yeah. So. The American dream. Right. That's yeah. what it is. Good for you. Yeah. It's like they always say that if you want to if you want to get off drugs or alcohol, then you have to fill it with something suitable. A lot of people do that with like meetings and service work and everything else. Um, that's what Dixie was doing and still does a little bit. Um, I just f- fill mine up with work. Like I just that's, that's all what I do. I if I work twelve hours a day and spend four hours a day with my kids and then go to sleep, then that's my that's my service right there. So that's pretty great. You know that reminds me of somebody. 
Don't, why are you looking at me? No, me. Oh, reminds me of me. Because <laughs> um, that's what I did when I got out. I just worked my ass off, and the result was great. But um, I actually made sacrifices that, uh, you know, most people don't want to make. And it sounds like at least you're not sacrificing your family. Yeah. Um, but that's that's it. you got work and family. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you exercise and stuff like that? No, I was for a little bit. I haven't been lately at mm-hmm. all, so... Yeah. Me too. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so Lad finally started exercising again. Yeah. Are you are you still keeping with it? Well, I took a couple of days off because my knees hurt, but I have been. There we go. A couple of days. Yeah. yeah. It's not <laughs> bad. I mean, look. A couple days to Lad. He's a very big minimizer. <laughs> and one thing we don't like to, we don't condone here is minimizing. Um, okay, so don't minimize the size of your weeder. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now we had. How long has it been since we've avoided that we've avoided talking about wieners? Twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. Now back to these great guests. You guys want to um, just just bring down. So what you did is you worked twelve hours a day. What did you do with twelve hours a day? Um, now or at no, first? No, I mean back then. So when I let's, let's, let's go chronologically. So the day you. I the day I got out, I went and seen my friend Melanie um, at Labor Ready, which is now like People Ready or something like that. Um, and she put me to work the next day. My first job was working in a dump. I had to wake up like at three thirty in the morning, um, catch the bus, and then walk two miles up this road um, to the dump in Hillsboro where I just sorted garbage. Um, I did that until she found me a better job in concrete. And then that was still early mornings all day. Were you and, getting paid more too at the concrete? Yeah, barely, yeah. barely though, because I was just over minimum wage. Yeah, right? I wasn't the mason or nothing. I was like, um, I was the guy that flattened out the stuff and wheelbarrowed shit. So, but that's great. Yeah. I mean, that humility that it takes to do that is priceless. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what I've seen. Like a lot of people not willing to do. They're like, oh, I need a job, but I won't work that's here. Right. Or I won't work there. And like, why not? Who's got time? I mean, I don't have time for those people. Right. Um, you got to want to do it. You know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put the effort into it. Yeah, and then he was doing siding. Yeah, roofing. Yeah, he was roofing when we got together, and then he was doing siding. Right. And roofing, like traveling to Washington and other cities and stuff like that, and then that went to siding, to where it was a little bit more money every time. Every new job was a little bit more money, and then started raining, and I got a hook up on a phone sales job, and that's how I get in the phone sales. I was just very versatile. Yeah. Cause that's something phone sales. Oh God, I would hate that. <laughs> I would totally hate that. I got a, I got a face for phone. Right. <laughs> that's what I got. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. So it does, doesn't it? Um, so anyway, so you were, you're basically just willing to do whatever. You haven't got back into drugs or anything at no. any point. That's amazing. And uh, so you guys meet, um, and you're, you're working. Now, what, what happened with you, Dixie? Oh, when I got out? Well, when you guys meet. Let's go let's go over there. Uh, oh, um, yeah. So when we met, he was, like I said, he was doing siding. And then um, I was, at the time, I was a recovery mentor. So I was making more money than him at that time. <laughs> and so I was, like, covering, you know, like, just covering the... You were dad. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, but then he got that job, the phone sales job, and he, like, quickly surpassed me mm-hmm. really quick. And, um... And you kind of wanted that, didn't you? Well, you yeah. Want, who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I am. So I'm like a feminist somewhat, yeah. but really deep down, I mean, I really love. I love Brandon, and I love the way and that. And you know he, that it makes a big difference to him to be able to to uh, do, you know, to kick ass. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I be, be a to, provider. I wouldn't be able to do the long hours if it wasn't for her, like waking up with the kids in the morning and getting them ready and taking them to school and then coming to the office and putting in work and then going home and picking up the kids for schools. Like, it's a it's a team effort for sure. Great. Okay, so you, let's go to um, how you got started on your business that didn't work out that we talked about last time. Right. So we talked about it's level all interesting. Level had started out with the breathalyzers. They were like these large breathalyzer machines that go on the walls of um, like bars, drinking establishments, and nobody really. Oh, we were selling ad space on them to help. You know, like we didn't want to. We didn't want the bars to pay for them. We didn't want people to have to pay for the tests. And we just were looking for local businesses to advertise and you know like help support and then help us. I wanted to grow and like put more in diff- in more bars. Uh, that didn't work out. Nobody wanted to buy ads on breathalyzers. They everybody was like, "Oh, thanks for doing that for Portland. We definitely have a DUI problem." It's a great um, idea, but right. nobody wanted it, yeah. to support it financially. Yeah. Don't yeah. want to put my business on a breathalyzer. Yeah, so it kind of evolved yeah. into something else. Right. You know, if it was. If something like that was, that's one of those things that would be, that, you know, the government should right. should get behind. So we're thinking about contacting the city of Portland. I so you haven't given up on the idea? No, not at all. We still have them in some of the bars. I think it's a great, it seems like such a great idea, but sometimes great ideas um, pave the way to hell. Right. I mean, it's just the way it is. But so, then but then we, we ended up with those tablets. So we had tablets that went on restaurant tables, bars. And they were also portable phone chargers. And so we could run ads on those while, you know, restaurant customers were, like, charging their phone while they're eating. That um, did a lot better. Yeah, people bought the, bought the ad, those ads. Um, okay, so that was going, that had pretty good potential, and then yeah. you, had, you ran into some kind of roadblock or yeah. wall. Or, so with the, with the breathalyzers, what happened, we went over that last time in the show, too, is uh, I had a friend at the time that ran a call center in Washington and he called me up and said, hey, can you come lead my sales floor and I'll help you get the the breathalyzer business up and going. So we went up there, um, helped him turn around a sales floor and then, you know, he had someone build our website for Levelhead and then we went to a, a couple networking meetings and that's when we got the idea for the phone chargers. So we did a we did a pivot to the to the phone chargers. But there's and, a certain amount of startup cost to those, right? I mean you had to Yeah, I mean a lot of times we pre sold ads on them and then yeah. ordered the machines. I see. And then so we were at a like a thirty to sixty day turnaround, which is really good in, in the advertising world. Um, a lot of companies do like four months, six months out before you start seeing something, especially with print. That's or really hard. Like, yeah. yeah. And so we had a good turnaround. Um, and we, long story short, we ended up giving half of the company to the to the ex-friend that called me up to run his call center. So we we're 50-50 partners so that we can expand and and get into that a little bit more and use his resources and things like that. We're going to come back to that in just a second. I'm going to let... Unfortunately, Laz got to talk. Oh, for Pete's (laughs) sakes! I know everybody's just waiting for me to chime in. So look, we gotta we gotta do a little advertisement here. CPA dudes, where accounting is never boring. Their price is not based on time. Instead, customers decide what to pay them. They don't charge you for sending invoices, phone calls, emails, texts or meetings. They just get the damn job done, Dave. That's right. Find them at cpadudes.com slash startup radio. Tell them Dave and Lad and Jess today sent you um, and we'll send you a special surprise. Seriously, we will. We left all on out this time. Well, you know what, though? I I think we can just put it on Jess this time. What are you going to send them, Jess? 
<laughs> she's, she's like, what? What the hell? <laughs> Put her on the spot. I know. Hey, support for today's episode also comes from our friends at Ruby Receptionists. At Ruby, they've mastered the art of turning rings into relationships. Their team of remote receptionists answer all of your calls live as if they're right there in your office. And with Ruby's mobile app, you easily control just how they screen, transfer, and take your messages. Start setting your business apart today. Visit callruby.com forward slash startup radio to sign up, or better yet, call them at 833-861-8100 and use promo code STARTUPRUBY. Tell them Dave and Ladd sent you and Alon, Jess, uh, Brandon, and Dixie, and you'll get $150 credit. Wow. Not from me. That's nice. No, that's actually, uh, <laughs> that was actually Alon that's providing the, the $150 credit. Yeah, he's just going to say, here, $150 credit. I owe you 150 bucks. That's what he always does. Um, wow. Yeah. That's cool. He's good at that. Yeah. And, and, and Alon will also sing you a song, too. But, you know, startup, uh, we really do... We really want you to support these guys because we're, uh, you know, somebody's got to pay for this stuff. And um, Ruby Reception sounds like a great, a great uh, company to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And uh, so let's go to our Q&A. Where were we at? We were talking to um, Brandon and Brandon was telling us... Um, boy, what were you telling us, buddy? They were getting to the good point, Dave, where yeah. these guys scandalized their business. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So we so we partnered we partnered up with this guy, um, did everything formal, signed the contracts, and they are now 50/50 owners of Levelhead LLC. Um, things were going good for a while. I mean, look, I mean, hindsight 2020, we we started seeing a couple of flags, but. Everyone says that hindsight's twenty twenty. So yeah. at the time, Dixie seen well, more than you, I did. You didn't have much of a choice at that yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, you had it, to make it work. Yeah, it was going good. I mean, yeah. sales were good. We grew the team. Got our own office in Portland, uh, and things were going good. And then, like literally, like a week after we were on the podcast last time, we even shouted out that guy's business and wished him happy birthday on your podcast last time. So <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, you want to take it from here about the loan and stuff? Yeah. So so what they did is um, I want I want to believe it's a long con. Like I honestly think they took advantage of us. I think they planned it. Um, so what they did is uh, they gained our trust. Um, that we did that fifty fifty thing, and so his uh, Brett's wife, girlfriend, whatever, Jenny, um, Jenny Bell, she was on the the business checking account with me and uh like we said we were we last time we were here we were already in the office in the pearl district and um and uh brett started grooming me and he started telling me how businesses go under in the first year all the time grooming you for the con yes yeah yeah um he started telling me how businesses go under all the time and under a year it's gonna be fine he, he would pull me and brandon out into like this garage area and like have like these hush hush like little meetings about how like businesses go under and it's okay and like don't want the don't want the employees to know and uh and then right but then he was like but (laughs) oh we could actually get you a business loan and i was like there's no way like i don't think i don't have good credit like this i'm trying to get to a place where i can loan shark right right yeah he took me to a loan shark (laughs) and he he literally he i but like i said there was trust like we were in an office space that was under his name 
like I trusted him and so he asked for all my information he he did everything like he talked to this place uh, he set it all up. All I had to do was sign and then get on the phone and like say yes and no to these questions. And that was it. He did everything else. And so uh, I was so excited because we were going to be able to get the tablets that we had been selling on. Um, there was so much relief. I was so I was so happy. And like I'm waiting for the money to hit the account. And I it's 4:55. I log into my online banking and I see the 56k has hit the bank and oh there's another $45,000 outgoing wire and I'm like are you kidding me what is this and it said her name on it Jenny Belt so I immediately start calling her she won't answer I start texting her she won't answer so uh, I called the bank and they said there's nothing we can do because she was a signer Um, you are basically screwed. Just go down to the bank in the morning and you're going to have to figure out a way to get her off the account or what they said, you're probably going to have to close the account and open a new one. And so I was able to get her off the account the next day. But right. So you had 11 grand left. Yeah, we had 11 grand left and, uh, 11 grand that we had to pay back 82,000 on. Yeah. $82,000 payback. 40% interest or something. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so it was just insane. Like, I just went numb, honestly. Like, I was just numb, and uh, I blasted them on social media. I uh, put their names out there, uh, and also I retained an attorney, and we got more more uh, traction from the online social media post than we did from getting an attorney. Yeah, the, I kind of called the guy right away, and maybe fell into some old first thoughts first. Well, how, how are you going to how are you going to avoid that <laughs> yeah. almost? Yeah. I mean, I I think luckily he wouldn't meet up, so it's probably a right. good thing. Right. Um, but then slowly after that, like conversations simmer down. Okay, we'll do this if you do that. We got a little bit of the money back, 26,000 of it back, but it took like 2 weeks for that much. Yeah. And then in the meantime, we're scrambling and wondering what's going on and dealing with all this other stuff, so then business kind of went down because of it too because I'm still trying to lead the sales floor over here, yeah. knowing that our 50-50 business partner is out the door. Yeah. Wondering and, if we're going to get kicked out of the office any second right. because he's on the lease for the office right. and everything. And on top of that, um, we had they were covering our payroll, and so um, what would happen is they would they would pay all of our employees, and then they the reason why she was on the account was so she could take out the money and pay herself back for covering the payroll, and so. They're trying to say that they were owed this money because of that. But it's like, you know, whether or not that we owed them that money, that's not how you get your money. No. You don't set someone up to Is take a loan Is there any so you legal recourse? You, had, you, went, you have an attorney. What did, what, did the, what did the attorney say? Well, un- Brandon... <laughs> so Brandon, uh, the attorney said stop talking to them, and Brandon didn't. So uh, the attorney, they kind of threw his hands up, and uh, we uh, that money's gone, you know, for retaining the attorney because there's not really anything we could do. And so, um, but, I mean, there is, I, I, I didn't file criminal charges yet um, because we were in the office space, and so I was just afraid, like, what happens, you know, like, what kind of wrath are we going to experience if and when we do file these criminal charges, are they going to lock us out, like Brandon said, like, so I, I still haven't, and I'm honestly, like, there's that part of me, that felon part of me, yeah. that trained part of me, and I, when, I wonder no, if that's why they, they, I wonder, there's a part of me that wonders if that's why they chose. Think they can do that. Yeah, yeah. because they figure that we won't You're not going to rat. Yeah. But that's not ratting. I'm sorry. Ratting is when you're, uh, this is the way I see ratting is when you're, you're deep up in 
business. You're doing the bad things with bad people. You know, you're just as guilty as they are, yeah. and you're ratting. Right. Um, it's not. It, that's not ratting when you when you when you get justice. Um, so anyway, if it's, if that's what's holding you back, I certainly recommend that don't let it do that. And then there, then there was like all these little flags that. I was kind of brushing off, and Dixie's like, well, this and this and this isn't adding up. I'm like, calm down, babe. It's, it's going to work out good. And then this happened, so I'm like, okay, now let's slow down and take a look at these flags that you've been talking about. We started adding up some more account and stuff, some more money, looking into the bank account, noticing that they were double-charging us on invoices. Um, so their sum of $18,000 that they said that we owed them was really like $9,000 or something so like is, that. This is this is beyond small claims? The small claims you don't need an attorney for, and you just take you just take what you need. Well, I mean, they they own that business, but they don't own houses. They don't. I mean, like they have like an old green PT Cruiser. You know what I mean? Like it's they don't have anything. They don't have anything. Yeah, and so like I would go after them in small claims court, but what am I going to get? And then, you know? and then it turns out that this dude has a history of it. He's been sued before. He's done this to other companies, and, and he literally told me on a text message like, "Take me to court." Good luck. He knows that. It's going to happen. Like, I'll spend more, we'll spend more in attorney fees yeah. than we will to get it back. And then, plus, like, it's been a nonstop whirlwind up until, like, maybe a week ago when we finally were, like, settling down. Like, okay, now we're out of this. Now the bankruptcy is filed and, and everything else. And now we're out of the office space and moving. And, and just for shits and giggles, we had to throw a wedding in there. You know, <laughs> so, any, like so any of you vigilantes, any of you vigilantes out there, um, you know what to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we love vigilantes. Well, you know that, you know, like you say, that old... You know, convict kind of thing comes up sometimes, overpowering. You know, you have to be able to step back and look at that, yeah, and see what what's what's motivating you and what's the result. What's the result of it? Right. Yeah. If you do it, follow through. Yeah. Uh, there's almost it's almost not a, ever a good result. I mean, maybe maybe never to, a, a good result to think that way and yeah. to act on it. That's true. I mean, it's literally the definition of embezzlement to take one. To take money out of one business account and put it into an unrelated business account. It's well, and it's not your money. Yeah, yeah that's right. the embezzlement part. It wasn't her money. Like, they knew, they set me up to say that this money is for this, for tablets and for hiring people. And they told me to say that. And I thought that's what was really happening. And this was all uh, verbal. Right. Yeah. Well, trust, yeah. trust and verbal. And then you dealt with. Uh, hard money lenders. Yeah, and so what happened is we I, I contacted the underwriters and they did not care. They started throwing out big scary words like filing for injunction to freeze bank accounts and stuff like that. And so it put me in a place where I'm like, we're going to have to continue to do business and we're going to have to try to figure out a way to get enough money to pay for these tablets that we've already been selling ads on. It, it, so we're going to have to like focus on live accounts. Well, that didn't work because the live accounts have already been tuned up, like meaning all of the businesses in that area have already been called and they've been offered, you know, and so we're having days where we're not getting any sales because I'm like, we got to sell on live accounts and it's not working. And the payback was $335 each business day would mm -hmm. come out of our business. Yeah, it was like 6600 bucks a month. Um, so you had to... You just had to say. Yeah, we tried for a month and a half, and, and at, at the same at the same time, just to throw it in there, 
like our internet kept going down, our phones would keep going down, our websites would keep going down. Oh yeah, down. they locked and, us out of stuff yeah, too. They they had the whole technology part of the oh, business. Yeah, man. That, yeah, and that's so not only did, yeah, not yeah. only did they take us down, but then they started messing with us too. Yeah. And the, you know, I would text them, "What's going on?" Oh, it's just. A coincidence? No, not it's not a coincidence. Everything they, under your name is failing right now. They didn't even have the the balls to to back up the fact that they were ripping you off. Right. And it's just straight sneak sneak thievery. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Remember, remember how you were in prison, lad? How you used to sneak into people's cells and take their stuff so they wouldn't notice. Yeah. yeah I snuck into your cell and took some stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. You noticed though. Is that where that went? Yeah. <laughs> is that where? Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. That, Absolutely. I thought I was missing some of my porn, but I I didn't think uh, you liked uh, that kind of porn. I thought you were into that child porn. Oh. 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 oh it was, <laughs> it slipped out. Oh. oh. Those okay. fighting words. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I snuck in there and stole your porn, but I, I put it back in there because I don't like sheep. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. Sheep's better than kids. Though. Okay. <laughs> kids mean goats? Kids, yeah. yeah. I, knew, I, knew, I knew that had to be coming. <laughs> okay, so, uh, wow. And now, does things, do things eventually start getting a little better? Yeah, so in the, in the meantime, we, we had a plan from um, a while back to get into social media. Uh, we've see, seen a lot of people do it. Originally, uh, we wanted to do like a department of Levelhead to where it's going to be social media. We could provide, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube, anything along those lines. And then also like website builds, um, things like that for our current clients. Um, when this all happened, it's like, okay, now we have nothing. We try to keep the business going. So at the same time, we had a plan. Um, something to take care of our family. So we started doing this other business that we had to start with no money because we couldn't use the money that we got from the loan because it was all designated. What was left of it was designated towards Levelhead. We had to pay employees. We had to, you know, refund people's money that weren't getting their ads and stuff like that. We had to pay rent on our business. So we literally had to start another business. During the meantime of all this, we had already bought the the domain name for screenmarketing.com. Um, and then just started doing it. We found a, a, a team of people, a small team of people that were willing to come in. Um, we found a really cool guy, Mark Grimes, the, to work with us on Office Space. Um, Yay, Mark. Yeah, so we went from like a 3,000 square foot office, upstairs, downstairs with pool, weight room, all that kind of stuff. And now we're like in a closet, basically. <laughs> but that's how it is. I mean, so is Lad. Yeah. <laughs> Still uh, you know, I I told Dave one time, Dave, if oh, you come out of the closet, it's just going to open up into a bigger closet with nicer clothes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you're wearing some nice clothes today, Dave. Whatever. Okay, uh, let's move on. Hey, support for today's episode comes from Publicize, a deconstructed PR subscription service which generates effective visibility for your business. Publicize handles all communications with the media and any content required to do this. Press releases, editorial pitches, etc. And they offer a wide range of PR products and abilities out of which you can construct the PR package right for the future of your business. Also, listeners... Please leave Felony Inc. podcast a review on iTunes. We might even read it on the air. And don't take this particular uh, episode as uh, as something you're going to give a rating on because Lad's really been screwing up. I have. Yeah. So uh, now you get to the four screen. Four screen, right? Four screen marketing. 
Yeah. So, um, and because I had started up Levelhead with a hundred dollars, you know, in the bank account, like it wasn't, it wasn't hard. Like I just, Except I had a hundred bucks. Well, as things went along, you needed more money to keep it moving and growing and growing. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like just, I'm just saying like the initial opening the bank yeah. account kind of a thing, like the minimum amount you can put in is a hundred dollars. So yeah. like, it's that's not what a I did. big, heavy startup cost. Right. Yeah. And so, and because it's social media, we don't have overhead, like yeah. we don't have to buy tablets or that's breathalyzers or anything like that. And so it's been pretty good. And it, you know, like it's, it's gonna, it's like one of those slow, um, it's gonna grow slowly at first, but then because it's a monthly subscription and like the residuals, like it should, it should be growing and growing each month. Do you so. have a website yet? No. Yeah. Fourth screen Fourth. So the number four, mm. TH, mm. the word screen, the word marketing, fourth screen marketing. Great. And you, and you probably have, of course you have, I'm, I'm guessing you have social media besides the website on that. Yeah, we because have our, you guys are, we have our Instagram, our Facebook. I'm not sure about the Twitter yet. Yeah. Um, now tell us what you guys do for uh, people. So right now we're constant. Right now we're concentrating on Instagram um, and slowly getting into Facebook. But basically we call people up and we say, "Hey, um, I'm looking for one blank in this area that I could feature onto the Instagram profiles of people already interested in your services." Instagram is pretty cool. Also, is Facebook, but. Um, they both are owned by Facebook, and you can geo-target, meaning like an area. Um, you can target people by their interests that they're already showing on Instagram if you follow certain hashtags. Like if someone follows Dave's Killer Bread or Felons Inc. or anything, then obviously they're interested in bread or, or podcasts yeah, or, or anything along those lines. So yeah. then we start um, finding people that are already interested in those topics. We follow them back. We engage conversations with them a little bit. Um, and then from there, then that's when the company grows their potential client list and everything they do after that is on them. So they can follow up with the leads, they can post sales, they can post coupons, anything along those lines. If they need us to manage their, their pages as well, we can do that. Yeah. Wow. And before we, st before we met these people and, bef you know, start working with them, I, you know, I've had an Instagram for a long time and my, I've maybe had like a hundred followers and stuff. And when they explained what they do... I'm me being me and the skeptic that I am. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that on my own with my own Facebook, I mean, my own Instagram and see, you know, does this really work? And so what they say is like when you start following other people, you start liking their posts, um, you're like following hashtags and you're like, you know, in, in, engaging with people, they start following you. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but it actually it works out. But here's the thing. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> so right. you got to be on there and like really actually like making those conversations or liking and following everybody. And so it takes time. And so that's what we do is we're able to do that's all of that time. stuff. Okay. Yeah. So what, so you guys actually are a, um, you're a service that actually takes over the social media in a sense. Yeah. Right. It's like social media management. So mm. we always tell everyone, we're like, we're not doing anything that you couldn't do for yourself, but it's just a matter of... But we know what to do. Yeah, do you want to spend 10 to 20 hours a month on it? Or do you want to pay us 300 bucks to do it for you? Okay, so um, this reminds me, you know, let's talk afterwards because I would like to s test out your service. Right. Um, definitely. So, we got a couple I, different things to do. Can I ask you a question? How did you guys come up with uh, the name of your business? Uh, Dixie actually did that. I mean, she, um, when we were doing the tablets, um, oh, you explain it to me. Um, so the, the, 
So the businesses themselves are different. (laughs) Um, I had to file bankruptcy because of that theft. And the the loan people, they're, like, trying to go after Forest Green, saying that it's the same business and it's a successor. Um, So I want to point out that, like, while um, the Forest Green marketing has the word marketing in it, like, really, it's just management. I bought that domain name because I really liked the term fourth screen. Well, it's still marketing. And, uh, right. And uh, fourth screen is so like the, sorry. The, go ahead, no. um, the first screen is like the cinema theater screen. The second screen is the television screen. The third screen is like computers, stationary, you know. And the fourth screen is the portable screens that we carry around with us. Um, tablets. tablets. Yeah. Interesting. That right. does take a little bit of explanation, but right. it's really great. Yeah. Right. Uh, Once, when idea. you know, get it. Yeah, yeah. The fourth screen is, and we're trying to break through the first screen, meaning like reach through the phone That's to your audience and, you know, like capture It's a tricky them. marketing concept. Uh, it's a tricky marketing move because it it does require people to think, mm-hmm. to, to even understand fourth screen. Right. Um, I didn't know what it was at first, but I like I like it. I just wonder our little logo if somebody shows, like Alon could figure it out. Right. You know? it, our little logo shows like the four screens, like it shows a little theater and it shows a little TV and it shows a little mm. computer and then the, the fourth one that sticks out is a phone. So I mean, huh. it, I'm going to see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm all about supporting you guys. I think that uh, I like the idea. I think that you know it's a service that a lot of people can use. You got a huge audience, a huge um, you know market, and. Uh, you know, I personally have a couple businesses that I'd like to use use it for to see what what we can do. Uh, anyway, Lad. Well, you know, I I have to just say here, Dave. You know, um, these guys are a great couple. You know, we had them on here before, and um, it's just like you. You know, in your business, you know, you fail. You, you, oh, yeah. Something goes wrong, and, and boom. You know what? But they have the entrepreneurial spirit like a mofo because um, that didn't. That didn't knock you down. Uh, I mean, it probably did a little bit, but emotionally and stuff, it probably was tough. I know it was, but um, those are the things that entrepreneurs have to endure, you know. Especially, especially felon entrepreneurs. I was, I was telling Lad out out in the hallway. I'm like, I've lived. We've all lived in rooms like what, like five by ten. Yeah, we can if we're do lucky, that. For years at a time. Like if you if you can put me in a concrete room with a book and the last chapter's missing because some knucklehead tore the back of it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and leave me there for years. Oh, and they then, do that yeah, too. Anything outside of that room is gold. I love yeah, it. yeah. So. Please, that is such a great concept. Great point. I like to mention that and tell people. You know, I was suicidal in prison for a long time. And somehow managed to get through it until I found something that changed my life. Um, but I remember those those things. And then you, at this point now, you know, you're like, you can't knock me right. down, brave. Yeah. I get to go home and see my kids every right. single day now, like in my yeah. beautiful wife. We're and, free. Yeah, That's we're true. basically free. free and fresh and, air and where we're free mostly, right here. This is where it is. Right. I was, I became free in prison. I'm free out here. Um, and I ain't going back. Yeah. So, no matter no, what. You guys aren't so. going back yeah. nowhere. And, you know, the thing is, you guys obviously learned a lot from dealing with those people right. on moving forward with your new business. I mean, that's it's just you, you gain, you fall. And this time, you know, you guys are right here in the offices in our studio working with our producer. Right. I mean... You're right here. I mean, we thank you guys, you know, because obviously you guys are right here. So we can get you in. Our guest today. So you guys are actually working in here? 
Right, we got yeah. two two small offices in here now. We started with one, um, recently just got another one because we grew a little bit already. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this week we hit our 100 client mark within like a month and a half or something like that, so it's going pretty well wow. already. that's fantastic. I um, That is fantastic. You know, um, this is just for anybody who doesn't know, we're talking about Ned Space here in downtown Portland on uh, Broadway and Washington. Awesome and people. Awesome people. They're the ones who produce, basically, uh, that's where we do our show. But Ned Space is kind of, I don't know if you really call it an incubator. It sort of is. Um, but they help uh, they help people startups, you know, basically startups that need resources and shared resources at that. So, um, anyway, tell us tell us more. There's a lot more to talk about here. I want I want to make sure you guys because we don't have much time, but I want you want to make sure you guys cover it for five minutes. Oh, um, so, uh, I guess where were we at? Well, we started for screen marketing. Um, we kind of knew when everything went down, and we had already been talking about fourth screen and stuff like that, and we kind of knew, we were like, we need an exit plan. Like, we don't know. We really honestly felt for a minute that we were going to be able to make it work, and we had like even, yeah, we had even told, you know, like, Brett and Jenny, we don't have nothing, we don't want to have anything to do with you. We want that 50-50 thing off the table. Like, we, we just want to be able to do this ourselves, because, like, what, you know, like, you burn us down. Yeah. And, um, but it turns out, well, we couldn't really pull it off so but i mean you couldn't yeah not but level it's, head oh not level yeah, head yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. just couldn't it's too much of a hole yeah and hole. and then sure, it, it. you get to we got to i got to a point where i'm like i'm not going to be able to fulfill these i can't continue to can, try just because these loan sharks want their money i'm ending up ripping people off mm. because i'm trying really hard to make it work and it's not working so i just had to one is day there, i was like it's done we're done we can't do this I, i'm just thinking um was there an option of saying hey look guys obviously we got burnt here we i would love to pay you back eventually um but we but we can do it when we are a little doing a little better i mean give us because otherwise you're never going to get your money honestly no yeah the people the loan sharks if it if if it were to been me getting all the money and me not being and me mismanaging the money and stuff like that then i would have you know gone that route but honestly because i didn't get the money it's like why why why? It's almost, I'm not it's almost it. like they were in on it with them. I, I mean, wonder. This Sometimes one, I wonder. This one dude even asked Dixie, like in a in a shitty tone of voice, like, Dixie, what did you do with all the money? And she's like, hey, motherfucker, I called you back the next day and told you. And I asked you for help. Yeah. yeah. And you shut us down. So what do you yeah. mean, where's all the money? Yeah. You know where the money is. Yeah, yeah. It, sounds, um, yeah. it sounds a little fishy on all <laughs> but the, scores. But the future... Let's talk about the, the yes. bright, sunny future. Right. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Four sc- part of the four screen marketing name is because um, we know that it, it has a future, a, a really bright future. So um, Facebook and Instagram right now, Dixie's studying to get certified on Facebook and YouTube ads. So we can start getting into YouTube ads. Um, we've been having people reach out to us about Twitter and Quora, which is like a new business kind of social media um, and seeing what we can do on there. Literally, people are reaching out from like California, um, Colorado, a couple different places. Like, come meet with us. We want to do this. We we did our first trade show in our lives the other day. Where at? Um, it was a cannabis trade show mm-hmm. in, uh, what, oh, it was called the Rad Expo. It was yeah, it was here in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so we sent a couple of reps out there, signed a couple of people up um, over there. That's that's a pretty cool avenue to do trade shows. Now we're thinking about like going the trade show circuit. How much it cost you to do a trade show? Fifteen hundred to rent the booth, um, and then. After that, we bought some candy or something yeah. like that. Some, <laughs> yeah, we put candy flyers. on the table. Yeah, yeah. some flyers, a yeah. banner, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So. <laughs> right on. So you got a little, lot of little kids to come to the to your booth. Oh no, it no, was twenty one and over. Yeah. <laughs> well, like the candy right? trick. <laughs> yeah. The candy on the string. Right. Trick. Glad you, glad you used the, the candy on the string thing. <laughs> no, we were we were fishing for stoners. Is right. what we were fishing for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. Oh. So that's probably very true. The candy right. would really work with stoners. Right. Yeah. Yes, it would. The right kind of candy. I want any kind of candy, probably. Um, all right, Dave, you know we're getting short. Why don't you get, um, give these guys a little bit of time just to kind of throw their stuff out there? Yeah, you know? good idea. Well, Glad had a good suggestion. Go ahead. Tell us everything that you want everyone to know in the short, you know, the elevator pitch. So, fourthscreenmarketing.com um, pretty much sums it up on our website if you ever visit us. Um, but think of marketing or social media management like this. If you pick up a handful of spaghetti and throw it against the wall, there's only going to be two or three noodles that stick. We're the ones that stick. We can show you the results literally the next day after you sign up. So, instead of that three to six month waiting period that we were just talking about with other companies, um, literally just wake up the next day and see about 15 to 35 more relevant followers. And we're talking about real followers. Yeah, these aren't like bots. Yeah, you can you can buy a bunch of followers for like five ten dollars, but then you're gonna wind up with like people from Timbuktu. It's crap. Yeah, Yeah. everyone else, and and it's gonna get your Instagram shut down. So we're talking about real organic social media growth, um, coming in and just giving them a little tap on the shoulders, steering them towards your business, Mm -hmm. and then take it from there. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna sell a house for you. I'm not gonna sell a car for you, but I'll steer the people towards you that are already interested in your products. Right on. Yeah, we can't share our secrets of how we tap them. On the shoulder. No, please don't. And how? Yeah. <laughs> please Put don't. Right? I want you guys yeah. to. I want you guys to keep your proprietary information to yourself. <laughs> so, uh, other than that, you guys are married now. Married and uh, how long has that been? Since uh, Halloween, we got married on Halloween. Oh, About two blocks from here on. It's scary, fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Pioneer Square. Pioneer yeah. Square. We got married on in costume. I married Batman. Right. I was. Mm-hmm. I dressed up as Batman, but put blazer stickers all over yeah. my mask. Well, let's talk with blazers just for a second. I'm a huge blazer fan, and if Love you them. if you watch a blazer game um, on the second half of the game, you can watch me on the uh, sitting next to the blazer bench. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. You can watch us if you invite us. <laughs> I'd like to invite you sometime. Michelle, my my significant my, my old lady Michelle, she would not she just doesn't like to give up her seat. Otherwise right. I would invite you. Uh, maybe someday. I don't blame her. Yeah. Yeah. You know what all we do though is stare at Terry Stotts, the coach's ass most of the game. Nice. It's like this. Oh, yeah. Dodging. Yeah. So anyway, but I love the Blazers. I'm a huge fan. And uh, yeah, looking so, good this year. Yeah, they're looking good. L.A. kind of, kind of, man, they were hot the other night. The, the Los you. Angeles LeBroners. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, lad. Okay, here we go. I guess we're done, folks. You're welcome back anytime to give us some more for progress us, report and uh, tell people what you're what you're up to. Thank you again, guys. Brandon Treat, Dixie Treat. Formerly Dixie Yeagle. Yes. Next week, our guest is. Well, we don't have a guest next week, Knuckleheads. Yeah, we'll come uh, back. 
Yeah. It's Thanksgiving next week, so oh, if you show up next week, mm, you're screwed. We have no guest, and uh, you know we will be gorging on turkey and tripping on tryptophan. Is that right? That's right. Grab, grab a uh, drumstick, my friends, and we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. That's right. And guess what, Dave? Coming up after the break is Latino Founder Hour with your hosts, Edgar Navis and Claudia Cardenas. Mm-hmm. Their Let, podcast is usually in Spanish. I just asked him. He doesn't He doesn't speak uh, Spanish either. Right down here. He's a lot smarter right? than you are, so you can probably do it. Cuanta madera podría tirar una marmota si una mandíbula de madera podría tirar madera? Oh, that's not bad. I mean, that's better than any of any of the rest of us. I don't know what that means. But you pronounce it. I think one of us is like counting something. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna. Next is Edgar. We love Edgar and uh, Claudia, and we'll see you guys soon. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn. Launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.